Welcome to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I'm so happy to have you here today. Thank you for joining me. It is wonderful to know that you are on the other end of the microphone. This podcast is truly right from my heart, and it is all about sharing stories so that you know, recognize, and realize you are not alone. Which is why when I created this podcast, I also created a community space where we can gather. And I would love to meet you over there. You can learn more about it in the link below or also on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now let's jump in to today's episode. Now I'm going to try (laughs) to get through this podcast without getting too out of breath, but uh, baby girl is pushing on all sorts of parts, and it is hard to breathe at times. But man, we are getting down to the wire, only two weeks left until she is going to be here, and I cannot believe it. At my last appointment on Wednesday, the doctor said that if nothing starts happening by the 9th, he's going to want to bring me in to induce. Oh, and that just made it all so real. My due date is July 13th, so it's just a few days before that. And once he said that date, it was like, wow, this is really happening. (laughs) It is actually going to be a little baby in my arms soon. And it is exciting and nerve-wracking and emotional, every emotion all at once. Just the unknown of it. Having no idea how our world is about to change and what is going to happen. And it's interesting because that is every day in life, isn't it? We think we know what tomorrow is going to bring. We plan for it. We prep for it. We have it all in our head. And then we wake up and it can be completely different. And we just have to learn to roll with it to adapt, to adjust, to stay present in the moment and know that when we hold so tight to the control, it it doesn't work out how we think it's going to. And we have to release a lot of that control and allow ourselves to go with the flow. And oh, I know that's not easy to do. Not easy at all because we want to, we want to be prepared, right? I grew up as a Girl Scout, and that was the motto, always be prepared. I remember one year, our troop leader took us camping, and we had gone camping before. It wasn't our first time, so it wasn't like we didn't know what we were supposed to be doing. And the weather turned. It got super, super cold at night, and so many of us were freezing. We just didn't bring the right clothes. And I remember the troop leader being so disappointed in us because she said, you know, I taught you girls, always be prepared. You need your layers. You need your long johns. You never know what could happen out here. And it's funny because ever since that camping trip, like always, that's still like in my head, like be prepared. Have on hand what you might need. Another thing that I love from Girl Scouts growing up was before we ever went camping. As we're sitting on the bus, one of the things she had us say was, 
something along the lines of like, I hope whatever I forgot is not that important. <laughs> and isn't that the truth, right? In life, like we can prepare as much as we can. But goodness, if things go awry or things are forgotten, I really hope it's not that one thing that I actually need <laughs> to get through. And I think of that oh, before I go on vacation every single time. Like I hope whatever I forgot, it's just not that important. And really, when you think about it, you can get by with a lot less than you think you need, right? We always think we need all these gadgets or these special things or I don't even know. But what do we really truly need? Think about it. Think about your every day. What is it that you actually need? Food? Shelter? Something to wear? Something to drink? Water? But what else? Not much else, right? You can get by. You can totally find your way. And it is amazing how resilient we can be and how we can even come up with different ways to do different things or get something done that we might not have thought was possible before. We have this incredible ability to improvise, to make something out of nothing, and it's incredible. And I think that's what we always need to realize is we don't need all the stuff. We don't need the clutter. We don't need everything that we surround ourselves with. But what is really, truly important and what we really do need is the love, the connection, the time that we spend with others. That is what is the most precious. And we can't get that back. Once that time has passed, it's gone. I think about my mom and how, man, I never thought like she would not be here at this stage in my life. I was for sure thought that we would go through that growing old and having to clean out her house and her wanting to hold on to things and, you know, the, the struggles you go through with aging parents. I never thought it would end the way that it did. And you think about all the time that we got to spend together, and yet all the times that we missed spending together because we thought we had so much more time, right? How often do you do that? Do you push, push it away because you think, oh, you know what? Next week I'll get together with them. You know what? Next week might not come. We are not even guaranteed the next second in front of us. Never mind next week. But is those relationships, those moments that we have with the people we love, the memories that we create, those is the, are the things that make life beautiful. And I think about the past couple of years where COVID really kind of pushed us to isolate to not leave our homes, to not be with one another. And how much was missed during that time. I have nieces and nephews that are small and they grew so much in that amount of time. And we didn't get to spend all the time together that I would have loved to have spent together. 
and even with extended family and my brothers and my dad, like so much of that time was lost because we were worried. We were stressed. We were trying to figure things out. We thought we were doing what was right. And that's all you can ever do in the moment, right? Is whatever you think is right. And you have to follow your heart and you have to follow your gut. But it made me miss so deeply those connections with others. The laughter, the silliness, the, the small things that bring us together. And as we are starting to emerge and connect again, oh, it feels so good to see people's faces in person, to hear their laughter, to look into their eyes. What an absolute precious gift. And it really nudges me to, to not say no when it comes to that getting together, but rather leap at the advantage because we have it right now, right here. And so I got to take it, right? I have to. Because who knows? Who knows what the future holds? And especially thinking now how, for me, life is going to alter. For some time, have no idea <laughs> what amount of time. But that newborn phase, when you're trying to figure it out, when you're sleep-deprived and delirious and you're not going anywhere, I won't have that moment to pause, to connect, to be with others. I'm going to be kind of in my own little bubble with Dustin and myself and our new little one, just trying to navigate life. And that is life, isn't it? It ebbs and it flows in so many different ways. But we each have the opportunity to make it what we want it to be. We can choose to say yes to meeting up with someone. Or we can choose to hunker in and isolate. And when we are with others, we can choose to engage and really be connecting. Or we can choose to step back and watch. It's totally our choice. And what I think I always need to remember and remind myself, especially being shy, and I know that surprises a lot of people, but yes, I am very shy. But I need to remember that no one's waiting to invite me in, right? Like I shouldn't be, I should say that again. I shouldn't be waiting for somebody to invite me in. I have to be the one to step, step in, to break down my wall, to share, to connect, to open up. And I have learned over the years that by doing that, the most beautiful and amazing things happen even with strangers. Oh, so much goodness can happen with a stranger when you are willing to let down your guard and share. And it's important. It's important for us to do that. It's important for us to allow other people to see us for who we are. And not for who you think they want you to be. No. But for you exactly as you are. Oh. What a blessing it is to have you on this earth. You with this radiance and this light and this amazing exuberance that nobody else has exactly like you. But you have it. And it is precious and it is needed. 
and the world wants to see it. You just have to be willing to want to share it. And it's important to know that it doesn't mean everybody deserves it, right? Not everybody deserves to see the inner workings of your heart. Oh my goodness, no, that is so precious. But for those who you want to let in, let them in. Peel back the layers. Be fully present. Presence has really been a very, very deep thing for me this year. Wanting to be present with those around me rather than distracted. And how easily, I don't know about you, but how easily I can get distracted thinking about the long to-do list I have. Thinking about, oh my goodness, I'm running out of time. I really have to get to this place. Rather than me just being with you in that moment, my mind is 10,000 feet above the air, trying to navigate where am I going next. And I didn't want to be doing that anymore. I didn't want to be on to the next thing before I was even out the door. I wanted to be right where I was, whatever that looked like, however that felt. To put down the phone. To really have that face-to-face connection. Especially after the past few years that we have been through. If I now have the opportunity to be sitting in front of you, I want to be with you all in. And it has been wonderful doing little things to kind of remove some of these distractions and little things like just keeping a to-do list so that I don't have to keep it all in my head and now try to make sure I don't forget, you know, and then I'm distracted because I'm with you, but I'm also thinking, wait a minute, I have this, I have this, I have this, and I have this. No, 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 I have this list. I can go back to it anytime and refer to it. I don't need to remember right now in that moment. Or if there is something new that comes up. I'll send myself a quick text. That way it's there. It's not forgotten. I can go back. I can see what it was. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to hold on to it. Also, just putting my phone away. If we're going to go out to dinner, my phone's going to stay in my bag. I don't need it to be on the table. I don't need to be looking at it. I want to be with you. Here we are together. And also taking time in the morning to just be with myself, to sit, to read, to journal. That makes a world of difference because once I am able to fully be present with me, I can then be present with you. And what about you? Do you find yourself distracted? Do you find that you take on more than you should? Mm, I think all of us do that, right? We say yes when we really should be saying no. We fill our plates so much that they just become overflowing. And we don't know what to do. Yeah, we do this all the time. We were talking about this actually in the writing group last week. And one of the prompts had to do with about, like, what can you take off your plate? What really do you not need to have on there? And when we were, we wrote, and then when we were grouped, I loved it because one of the women in the class 
said rather than starting with this plate overflowing with things, she imagined having an empty plate. And she was really choosing like, well, what am I going to put onto my plate? I don't need to put everything. But I can be really particular about what I decide to put on it. And I love the thought of that because imagine you have this blank plate in front of you. And you're the one who decides what you're going to fill it with. What, what does that look like for you? What are you filling your plate with? For me, it is time with friends and family, but not over committing. Being able to be, have breathing space in between, because I know for my personal self, I need that. I can't do something every single night of the week. That's too overwhelming for me. I need some time in between where I can uh, pause, be, totally zone out. What else I would add on to my plate is time spent outdoors because, oh, I know I probably talk about it all the time, but that is what feeds my soul. Breathing in fresh air, standing in the sunshine. Simply just stepping out onto my back porch and sitting there rather than sitting in my office. What a difference it makes. And yet, how often do I push myself to do it? Not as often as I should, right? But that would definitely be on my plate, getting myself into the outdoors. And adding to my plate time to write. And really giving myself permission to show up on the page and putting that into my schedule. Because, yeah, the schedule can fill so quickly. But it doesn't have to. I can carve out time that is just for me. And so think about your plate. Imagine it is a total blank slate. <laughs> what are you putting on there? Ah. <sighs> The best part is, we don't think that we are the ones controlling this, right? We think we have to take on all the responsibilities. And I mean, of course, there are things we just have to do that we, we wouldn't choose to put on our plate. Cleaning the shower. Nope. <laughs> that would not be something that I would put on there. But it's got to get done, right? One way or the other, it has to get done. But you're holding the pen. You're the one writing your own story. And you really absolutely get to choose where you're going to go and who you're going to bring along for the ride. And it might not always feel like that because a lot of times we give away our control. We allow others to write the story for us. And uh, we don't need to do that anymore, right? You can write the story that you want to be living and you can find your way into it. And it might just take little shifts along the way. And in that story will be, you know, that time where you do have to clean the shower or do all these other things that are not maybe your top priority. But it doesn't mean that there's no space or no time to do those things that really are truly for you. There is absolutely time and space for that. 
what it comes down to is you choosing you. Oh, what a powerful statement. You choosing you. Allow that just to sink into your heart for just a moment. What does that feel like? What does that look like? Don't wait for someone else to choose you. You go right ahead and do it. It's powerful. So powerful. And I might have shared this story before, but I would love to share it again because this was a moment in my life where things really did change. Where I stepped fully into myself. I was at the point in my life where I was really trying to figure out who I was. You know, I was out of college. I was working, but not really sure, like, who am I? What am I really supposed to be doing in this world? What, what does that look like? What does that feel like? What is my, my thing? And it took me, I mean, I, st- I still feel like I'm figuring out who I am. I think we're, we're always evolving and changing and becoming. But I was really like honing in on myself. And rather than seeking outward for someone else to tell me, oh, you're really good at this. You should be doing this. Or, wow, this is the direction you need to go. I was tuning in. I was trying things on for size. I was really giving myself space and permission to be alone, to not always have to be going out and seeking other people, but allowing myself to look inward. And in doing this, I, gosh, I did so many amazing things. I would go on hikes by myself. I would take a drive down to the beach. I tried painting. I tried photography. I dove deeper into writing. I explored all different things, and I realized that I didn't need outside people to make me happy. When I was in the groove and I was doing what I was loving, all my heart was full and it felt so good. And I think we all do this as we're growing up and we're figuring things out. We're looking for that outside satisfaction. We're looking for for people to recognize us, for people to see us. And no one can ever see us as we are until we fully see ourselves as we are. And I was learning this during this time, and I was falling in love with myself in this acceptance and this truth and beauty and really seeing what are my strong points? What is it that fuels me? What is it that fills me up? What do I bring to the table? When I sit down, what do I carry with me when I walk into a room? And I started to see these things and I realized that I didn't need other people to acknowledge it. As long as I knew deep in my heart and I really, truly felt it, that was all I needed. And I realized this entire time as I was seeking the, I keep saying satisfaction, it's not the the right word, but my My brain is not coming up with what the right word is. So I'll just say satisfaction. 
the recognition from others, the uh, the good words, <laughs> whatever, goodness gracious, what that would be. I, I noticed that I didn't need that. This whole entire time, what I was waiting for was myself. Was to be able to look at myself in the mirror. To look deep into my eyes. And recognize the reflection that was staring back at me. And to know who that person was. To love that person. To be so grateful for all that person was. This entire time, I was the one I was waiting for. I thought it was somebody else, you know, they're going to knock on my door. They're going to save me. They're going to show me what I need to do. No, 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 no. It was me this whole time. I just had to find myself. I just had to really dig deep and learn who that person was. And not only learn who that person was, but love who that person was, who that person is. And when I did that, when I finally came to this conclusion that I was the one I was waiting for, oh, it was like this whole new world opened up to me. There were these unlimited possibilities of what I could do. And it was incredible and amazing and exciting. And it showed that I didn't need anyone else. I just needed to believe in myself. And during that time, oh, I was like buzzing <laughs> with excitement because I was feeling whole and true and great and amazing. And I had decided to marry myself, to make a commitment, to know that other people are going to come in and out of my life. But they're not going to change the core of who I am. Because what's really important, what really matters is that every day I can wake up, I can look at myself in the mirror, I can see who I am, I can respect and love that person and be so grateful that I am who I am. And I really wanted to commit that I didn't need anyone else. Yes, would it be absolutely amazing to share my life with someone? To have a great group of friends that we could grow and laugh and learn together? Yes, absolutely. But it wasn't going to be that my happiness was going to depend on that. If I had me, I got this. <laughs> and so I did. I bought myself a ring. Inside it, I inscribed, you're the one you've been waiting for. And every time I put on that ring, I am reminded that, yes, I am the one I've been waiting for. I got this. I can show up in the world proud and strong and ready, ready to share myself. And it feels amazing. And it's always good to go back and to remember that and to know when you're feeling like you're not sure what is the right next step, know that deep in your heart, you know. And we look for others to tell us where to go, what to do. But we don't need to do that. 
You've got this. Deep in your heart, you have absolutely got it. And yes, it is great and amazing and wonderful to have the support system, to be able to bounce things off of people, to to share, to learn, to grow, to do all of that together. But you also have it all in you. And to not forget that, to not just rely on others, but rely and depend on yourself. And know that you are so much stronger than you ever give yourself credit for. All of us, every single one of us, we do not give ourselves the credit we deserve. But you are strong, you are fierce, you are amazing. And you know what you know. It doesn't always mean you listen, (laughs) but you know it, it's there. It's in your heart. So give yourself that benefit of really tuning in, of seeing the truth inside you, seeing the beauty, seeing all the gloriousness of you. And show up in the world with your head held high and your shoulders back. And know that when you walk past a mirror and you see yourself, you're going to know who that person is and they're a warrior. And they are moving forward and they are doing things and they are making things happen. And no one else, no one else in this world is doing it like you are. And what a gift that is. Mm. Oh, I am so grateful to have been able to spend this half an hour with you. It is wonderful to be together every Sunday. I know (laughs) that we're in this together. I don't know what the future is going to hold. I was just thinking, looking at the calendar. So today is the 26th. And then next Sunday, I will definitely be back with a brand new episode. But I cannot promise on the 10th because I'm possibly being induced on the 9th. And I don't know. We will see what that whole week before that looks like. But. I will definitely see you next week for certain. And I cannot wait for us to be together again. But before we go, I do want to share a prompt with you because it is so important to take a moment to pause, to reflect, to just be in your journal. And so I invite you to to imagine looking at yourself in the mirror. What do you see? What is the truth of your story? And begin with the words, in my truth, in my truth, and see where it takes you. See where you go and be really, truly honest and allow yourself to see you for exactly as you are. Ah, I am so grateful for you. I'll be back next week. Until then, I wish you a wonderful, wonderful week ahead, and we will talk soon.